DDCO at the plate, he's over for 2 today. Swakowski, the big right hander, lets it go. It's right down Broadway. DDCO lets it fly, and it's... Oh, it's okay, raining now. I'm recording. It's time for Rain Delay Theater with Jeremy DiDiCio and Jack Swakowski. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Rain Delay Theater, the podcast where two bums talk about other bums at baseball games. I'm Jack Swakowski. And I'm Jeremy Dionisio. It's the eve of opening day 2022, uh, so we figured we'd give our annual uh, before the season starts episode. Uh, going to be a, a little bit of a quicker one than usual, but we're going to uh, s- talk about some bets we made. But first, it's episode number 157. So, Jeremy, who's your 157 guy? All right, Jack. Uh, yeah, it is. And I, I have to say, the impetus for doing these like eve of the, the season episodes is Usually it's self-serving for me because I get to just talk about what prospects made the opening day rosters for their respective teams. But uh, we'll get to that in a second. Uh, more uh, audacity on my part, Jack. I'm uh, I'm co-opting the, the numbers game uh, for this episode. Um, there's okay. On- yeah, there's only one guy who's had 157 career homers for his career, and that's Alex Gonzalez. And I was like, oh, cool. I'll talk about Alex Gonzalez. And then I'm like, oh, shit. It's the other Alex Gonzalez. So, I'm just going to talk about <laughs> Alex Gonzalez I want to talk about. Okay, well, uh, you know, we'll pretend you didn't look at baseball reference and didn't know any different. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I should have known Alex S. Gonzalez, the former Cub, which is one I want to talk about, hadn't didn't hit 157 homers, although he did hit 137 homers. And we must have done that. I guess I think we were doing the numbers game at that point. I. I mean, I didn't talk about Alex Gonzalez, did I? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. But I know that I, you know, it's. I'm sure, I'm sure I could. I, you know, I couldn't name who I did back then. So sure. Anyway, Alex Gonzalez. So Alex S. Gonzalez. Um. Uh. Former. So okay, he's known for the uh the the error on the play after the Bartman hit, um, which really was the undoing of the Cubs, not the Bartman drop. Um, but, uh, you know, no one, some people talk about Alex Gonzalez's error, but not enough people. Um, by the way, the S stands for Scott, Alexander Scott Gonzalez. Mm. Um, but, uh, yeah, so he he had 137 career homers, um, you know, from age 22 to age, uh, 30, um, he was, he put up pretty decent numbers, but I don't know, you know, like he might've just been broken after that, that, uh, Oh three season. Cause the next year he did come back to the Cubs, but he ended up playing on three different teams. I can't remember the exact circumstances. Like if the Cubs the Cubs must've traded him, I would assume, but he played for the Expos and the Padres in Oh four. Um, and then he played with the, the Rays in Oh five and then the Phillies in Oh six. And then he was done, uh, after age 33. um, and yeah, his just his like numbers just fell off uh, after the 03 season. Um, I think the 03 season. Well, he he hit for lower average, but he had a career high 20 homers that year. Um, but he was always known as like not the best defensive uh, shortstop. He didn't hit for really a high average at that time, uh, but hit for relatively good power for a shortstop. So you sacrifice the average for the power. Um, he started his career with the Blue Jays, uh, and then yeah, came over to the Cubs, and um, yeah, that was like kind of like a good signing for the Cubs uh, 
for for a while um but uh yeah it just doesn't get uh doesn't necessarily get the um the not credit but the, the whatever the opposite of credit the infamy um that that play really held uh just making that error um that was a double that was probably going to be a double play ball too right i think right? it was yeah i think yeah. it was mm-hmm. um which would have taken them out of the inning i think right because they had one out already they were five yeah, outs they away yeah five five outs to go right oh boy yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, after all these years um i, I don't know why i even picked i could have just not i made it i made a fucking i broke the rules to talk about this guy and now i just <laughs> disgusted myself but um huh. and that's really all i have to say about him really i mean he seems like he seems like a quintessential blue jay um mm-hmm. but uh spent a couple years with the cubs and let me let me pull up his transactions really quick. Um, sure. Just to see. Um, yeah, well, you're doing that. He had kind of an uh, interesting career. He, he played for from 1994 to 2006, so he played 13 seasons. He never made an All Star game. Mm-hmm. Uh, never got any kind of uh, like postseason accolade, whether it was a Gold Glove, um, Silver Slugger, whatever. He was just kind of a guy that uh, was able to hang around because he was just good enough. Yeah. For sure. Uh, of course, he was part of the the trade that that got the Cubs Nomar Garcia. Oh God! In, in okay. 04. Okay. So it was a four team trade. Um, I don't even know if it's worth recounting all of this, but basically the Cubs um, received Nomar Garcia Parra and Matt Merton in that trade for future uh, Japanese uh, hit hit leader or home run leader. I can't remember. Okay. Um, the Twins sent Doug Mankiewicz to the Red Sox, um, and the Red Sox also got Orlando Cabrera from the Expos, and uh, Alex Gonzalez went to the Expos, um, and then just a bunch of randos, a bunch of other randos uh, were involved in that trade. But those were the big players uh, in that trade. Uh, but, yeah, of course, that's right. That's how he ended up leaving the Cubs um, a half season later, basically. Um, but, yeah, just never um, – Never did much. He bounced around to a couple. Let's see. So what did I say? Oh, six was the last team last time. Last, uh, yeah, for the Phillies uh-huh. in 06. Then he um, says he retired from the Phillies in May of 06. But then he signed as a free agent with the Royals, released, signed as a free agent with the Nationals, released. So he kind of bounced around uh, the next year with a couple different teams. But uh, that was it for him. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's weird. I It's weird. Like, this kind of guy, like... You know what? What is he like? He could never really make a Cubs like uh, convention or something. Like no one really wants to see Alex Gonzalez. Like, do you, I wonder if he has enough of a loyalty with the Blue Jays that maybe they want to bring him back for like some sort of like Veterans Night or or you know Alumni Night. But uh, I don't know. It's like he's just one of these guys who's like kind of in baseball limbo, like in his post career. Like he has no like you know, uh, cachet to have any sort of like appearances, you know, as a, as a beloved former member of the the franchise. Yeah. Especially for a guy who played as long as he did. Uh, I I would be curious to, uh, see the reaction if the Cubs were to bring him back out. Um, cause I, well, well, I do feel like, you know, um, he hasn't achieved the level of infamy for that, that, you know, maybe he deserves. There was the Bartman documentary, the 30 for 30, uh, I feel like now that Cubs fans are removed enough from, from this, uh, they really do, uh, you know, a, a fair amount of the blame has fallen on Dusty and uh, and mm-hmm. Alex Gonzalez. So, yeah, that, that would be an interesting one if they brought him back to sing the seventh inning stretch. I think um, 
you know, would you boo him, Jeremy? <laughs> Well, I'll boo anybody, Jack. <laughs> okay, you know. okay. So, yeah. um, I'll say that. How, how about I'll boo him, but then I'll try to get his autograph after the game. <laughs> that seems like a most likely scenario of what would happen. Yeah, right. Um, do you do you remember uh, those sketches on SNL where Jimmy? I think it was Jimmy Fallon and Rachel Dratch. They played like just people oh. from Boston, like, mm-hmm. and they were like Noma. You remember yeah. that? Yeah. What yeah, was yeah. the What was the point of those sketches? I think that was it. I think there was just like that that one note. Like, didn't they talk about Dunkin' Donuts too? Maybe I think. Yeah, it was, they were just supposed to be from Boston. I, I don't know. Yeah. They, those those were happening when I was in middle school. I think I maybe I used to think they were funny, but uh, you know, I, I I'm not looking back, I'm not sure what the joke was. No, I think that was the joke. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that uh, way sidetrack note. Uh, it wasn't until about that time in my life, which I saw I was a little older than, than you, but like it wasn't until about, about that time in my life that I realized that Dunkin' Donuts was like a Boston thing. Like, sure. I never knew that that was – it's like it's so synonymous. Like, I mean, you guys had Dunkin' Donuts in Wisconsin. You know, right? honestly, the, the, they are few and far between in, really? in Wisconsin. Oh, yeah. There was, there was only one that I can think of in southeastern Wisconsin. So, huh. um, okay. yeah, there's really not many of them. What – what did you guys have there? We uh, have honey dip donuts, um, which is I, that 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 was a donut place by our house. But you know, not not a lot of Dunkin' Krispy Kreme came along in the early two thousands. But okay. uh, yeah, just like no, no Dunkin' Donuts. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, it, it's so synonymous with me. I grew up like, you know, like two blocks away from a Dunkin' Donuts. I mean, they're they're very um, ubiquitous here in Chicago. So mm-hmm. oh yeah. Um, uh, but. Um, but yeah, I also I also grew up like at the at the end of my block essentially was a, a white is a White Castle. So like White Castle like is a kind of a rarity even in Chicago. They're 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 kind of few and far between in Chicago. But I grew up like a couple blocks away from mine, so it was like it was just right there all the time. But you've never struck me as a big donut guy. I'm not a huge donut guy. Um, mm-hmm. uh, although I did go to this donut shop. Um, Sweet, what the hell is it called? I can't remember. But one of my former students did uh, a mural on the cover on the uh, outer facade of the donut shop. It was pretty cool. Oh, nice, nice. Cool. I think it's called something sweet. If if people, if we had a loyal listenership to the, or like, well, we do have a loyal listenership. But if we had a huge listenership and I couldn't pull the name of this donut place, they would be upset. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, and if if you could, maybe we could get some free stuff. Um, yeah. Okay, well, well, good. Uh, I, I'm glad we could end that one on a positive note um, for <laughs> yeah. Alex, Alex Gonzalez. Um, so I, I kind of went a little bit outside the box for this, too, because the 157 um, guys are pretty slim for wins and homers. Yeah. So I chose to go the stolen base route. Okay. And uh, the only guy to have 157 steals mm. uh, currently is Shin Su Chu. Um, oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, and I say currently because I'm I'm not sure if he's still playing or not. I, I don't think he's officially retired. Is right. he? I don't. I yeah. I yeah. think he's. I th- I think he is not officially retired. Okay. Yeah. I. Uh, so he's. You know. He, he was around forever, or he has. He is. Yeah. Has been around forever. Uh, he's. You know. Um, Shin Su Chu from South Korea. Was he a big? Uh, was he a big prospect when he came up? He came up in 2005. I don't think he. I, I mean I'm not even sure if he played in Korea um, yeah. before coming to the to the majors. Um, sure. I guess he. No, I mean yeah he it says uh, his age 18 season he was in rookie ball for Seattle. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's actually playing in Korea now I think it looks okay. like. 
Okay, yeah, I mean, well, good for him. He's still playing. He's 38 years old right now. Uh, yeah, but he was with uh, the Indians forever. He was with the Rangers forever. He was one of those guys who the last three or four years, you'd you'd see him in a in a game and you'd be like, this guy's still on the Rangers? Why? Yeah, yeah. Why, why do the Rangers still have this guy? But he was always pretty, he was always pretty solid. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, um, he hit two, 275 for his career average. So that's pretty cool. Um, he always hit for some power. He stole a lot of bases. Uh, but he's definitely a very unheralded guy. In his, in his long career, he only made one All-Star team. That was his age 35 season in 2018. He made the All-Star team. Uh, must have had a good first half because he ended the year at 264 with 21 homers. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, drew a lot of walks. Draws a lot of walks, too. Yeah. Uh, had one season over 100. He had 112 walks one year and 285 average. Uh, that was with the Reds. I forgot he was on the Reds, but he had a good season yeah. with them. So, uh, yeah, here's to, uh, here's to Shin Su Chu, 157 steals. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Um, yeah. Career 377 OBP. That's, yeah. You got to like that. And um, made yeah. almost $150 million in his career. And and now he goes back to Korea. So he played last year in Korea. Um, uh, but, like, imagine that. I mean, he's got to be a national hero in Korea. Right. Right. Um, see if I can see his numbers in Korea. Oh, I, I don't know. Can, can I got, you see? I got him. I got him. Yeah. yeah. He hit 21 homers. Okay. Uh, looks like. Um. I don't know why there's two. Oh, this. Oh, because oh, they're already playing this year. So he's mm-hmm. he's yeah he's still playing. Uh, what team is this? SSG. Uh, SSG Landers. I don't I don't think I've ever heard of that team. Um, but uh, he had 21 homers and batted 263. Um, so 409 year uh, OBP also pretty good. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So um yeah I mean. I'm sure those are perfectly serviceable numbers uh, in KBO. So, um, yeah, good for him. Uh, I think he's just like, yeah, it's just like he's living out his, like, glory days uh, in his homeland and probably a national hero. So there you go. Yeah, good for him. Yeah, uh, also hit by 26 pitches in the year 2013, Mm. almost almost twice as many as he'd he'd been hit by uh, before that ever or since. Um, yeah, so that's cool. Uh, hopefully, hopefully next week we can get a little bit more variety for 158. I think I saw a little bit larger of a list there. Well, that's weird. Like, yeah, there's, there's slim pickings across the board on 157. Yeah. Um, yeah. Interesting. Well, it's just a weird number, I guess. <laughs> well, um, we, we did, uh, at the beginning of the episode, I alluded to the fact that we had made a couple of bets on DraftKings. Um, we certainly did right before the game started. So, uh, yeah, what, let, let's talk about those, Jeremy, which, which bets did you make? Yeah, right before the pod started, and uh, yeah. uh, I should say. Well, first of all, I'll say that that, that donut shop is called Something Sweet Donuts. Uh, okay. Northside uh, Albany Park. Uh, check them out. They're good mm-hmm. donuts. Um, okay. Uh, but uh, let's see. So uh, yeah. So well, uh, to to roll it way back, um, we had talked about making those bets last year, and we never necessarily made it happen. I have a DraftKings account uh, that I use. And I was, um, you know, if you refer a friend, like they do promotions and stuff. So, um, so we did that this time and, uh, yeah, we, we both got like a $25 bonus bet, like free bet. So that's pretty sweet. Um, but yeah, I wanted to make a Luis Robert for AL bet. I talked about it last week, I believe. Uh-huh. So I actually took that $25 bonus and threw that on Luis Robert. Um, the, the odds have gone down, um, from, 20 to one down to uh, uh, 15 to one. Um, so, you know, uh, should have, I, I had pl- plenty of time to get in at 20 to one, uh, but I missed that. So it is what it is. Um, 
but uh, I still, you know, so like uh, basically that'll pay if he wins AL MVP that pays three hundred seventy-five bucks. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. Um, yeah, I, I made an MVP bet too. Um, uh, so yeah, Jeremy, you, you've been bullish on Luis Robert for a couple of years now. Uh, I talked about this last week, but uh, the player that I picked for American League MVP this year is Kyle Tucker of the Houston Astros. Um, I got 30 to one odds on that. So I made the $25 free bet. Um, uh, that's going to pay out 750 bucks if I win. Um, <laughs> nice. so, yeah, it's not bad. Kyle Tucker last year, uh, had a 294 batting average, 30 home runs and 92 RBIs. Uh, the Astros park is a good place to hit. Um, and you know, he plays in a pretty stacked lineup. Uh, still, they still got some pretty good guys in that lineup. So a lot of protection for him. So yeah, yeah. I feel like there's a chance that he could do it. Yeah, and he's going to have to be a bigger, you know, he's going to have to be like, he's going to have to step up uh, in his contribution. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not even really what I'm trying to say. Like, he's going to have to be a bigger piece of the puzzle uh, for the Astros this year with the loss of Correa. Definitely. So, so yeah, and then Springer from two years ago. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's a, they were really singing his praises um, in the playoffs um, when they were playing the White Sox. So, um yeah, I, I can see it happening for sure. Yeah. Um, and he, he plays on a winning team too, which is always yeah. a bonus if you're talking about MVPs. Totally, yeah. Same same thought process there with Luis Robert. Um, for sure. I, I'd say if either one of us hit this bet, Jack, uh, maybe maybe we'll we'll treat the other guy to a hot dog and <laughs> have a game. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That that's that's a deal for sure. Um, um, I I kind of resented this is a little <laughs> thing that involves a. Uh, uh, past guest uh, Ben Perkins, but we used to go. Um, we would go to the casino in uh, in Hammond, Indiana, or uh, yeah, Hammond, uh, just across the border. Um, and like we would bet, we would like play like roulette, or I like playing roulette, whatever. But um, whoever won, if someone won like a good amount of money, they would buy breakfast usually on the on the mm-hmm. drive back. Um, but you know that kind of I, I would never. I would stop like early on, like I, if I won like seventy bucks, I would stop or something. If I mm-hmm. hit like uh, a spin of roulette, so after you you walk away with those profits and you buy breakfast for everyone, you you know you kind of cut those profits in half a little bit. But, <laughs> yeah, if not more so, yeah. But that's fine. No, no regrets. That was only like twenty years ago. But anyway, <laughs> um. So yeah. So uh, yeah. What else do we got, Jack? Yeah. Okay. Um. Uh. The next most exciting bet I made. Uh, so this was not my free bet. So this was the first ever bet I've made on DraftKings. I just downloaded the app tonight. Um, let's hope I don't become addicted. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, was Brian Reynolds, uh, to lead the MLB in hits for the regular season. So most regular season hits for Brian Reynolds. Jeremy, I'm feeling good about this one too. Um, I got, uh, what did I get? 28 to one odds, I think. Um, so mm-hmm. if this bet pays out, I bet 25 bucks, if it pays out, I'd get $725 on that. Um, uh, Brian Reynolds is good. Uh, yeah. it, in, in, if you just take away the COVID year, uh, which, which was garbage. So, um, for everybody. So in 2019 and 2021, uh, those are two of his three years. Um, if you throw away the COVID year, just look at those two. He hit 314 in his rookie season in 2019 and 302 in 2021. So this guy's hit over 300 in both full seasons he's played. Uh, last year, he had 169 hits, including 35 doubles and eight triples. Uh, and he walked 75 times. So this guy is just a hitter. 
Uh, and, I, and he finished 11th in MVP voting for a team that lost over 100 games. So uh, I am bullish on Brian Reynolds. Like you said, Jeremy, the only thing that could kind of fuck this up. Well, he's supposed to, this is this is to lead the MLB in hits, right? So it doesn't oh, yeah, matter. That's true. That's doesn't true. matter if he gets traded or not. Because we were thinking if it was just the National League and the Pirates, you know, traded him, which would not surprise me. Uh, then, you know, I just lose the bet. But, uh, yeah, I, I like this one. I think he's got a real good chance of doing it. I think this could be a breakout year for Brian Reynolds. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a visionary type of bet. Um, and, you know, like that's not a bad one to, to make. Um, so, yeah, that's, a, that's an interesting one. Uh, what's more interesting is that, again, we have a conflicting bet here. So we're going mm-hmm. against each other. Uh, last year, I believe we talked about it on the podcast. I, I did put, like, I can't remember if I put 5 or 10 or 20 down. Uh, on Juan Soto to lead. I think I bet for him to lead the National League in hits. Um, he was a little injured, I think, to start the year. Uh, so he might have had COVID, I think, to start the uh-huh. season or something. So he uh, didn't really um, – he didn't play 162, and so it, it hurt him. He actually made a good run. He had a really good second half last year, if I remember correctly, Juan Soto. But um, I figured – I've been an, a year early on some of these bets, like a year or two early. So I figured I'll go to the well one more time for Juan Soto. So I threw a couple, but I only threw five bucks on him, but it's got 16 to one odds. So, um, you know, that one might, maybe something will come through there. I mean, if, if someone, you know, if, if someone doesn't come out of the, the blue, like a Brian Reynolds, um, you know, Juan Soto is a pretty, um, I mean, for 16 to one odds for Juan Soto, I feel like that's pretty good. Yeah, that's not bad, Jeremy. Here's here's my only concern with Juan Soto is that he doesn't swing at bad pitches ever. Right, um, yeah. So it's it's almost it's almost hard for a guy to lead the league in hits when he's as selective as Juan Soto is. And Juan Soto's just gonna take a walk if he doesn't yeah. get something he likes. He walked 145 times last year. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. I too bad I can't bet on on base percentage. <laughs> yeah, um, right. Yeah, his on base percentage was was 465 last year in a full yeah. season, which is sick. Um, yeah. And the COVID year was 490. So, yeah, th- this guy's ridiculous. But, yeah, I uh, I think that's a good bet. Um, you know, this maybe this is the year he uh, he wins MVP. I don't know. Yeah, I know. We'll see. Uh, it's I think he'll have his work cut out for him in, uh, in Washington with that team. But uh, yeah. we shall see. Um, but, yeah, so uh, so that's uh, that's cool. Um, were those the only two? No, Jeremy, yeah. I made one more bet um, okay. because I'm bullish on the Tigers this year. Yes. So uh, the Tigers were uh, 3.5 to 1 to make the playoffs. Um, uh, so I, I, I just put $10 down on them. So uh, if it pays out, I get 45 So, you know, not great. But uh, it just be kind of fun to follow the Tigers throughout the year and see if I was right about them making the playoffs. Yeah, and six teams will make it, so you got like whatever six and fifteen shot of of hitting that one. So, um, yeah. so not bad. Um, I might I might throw a late one in there for just some team to make the playoffs. Um, sure. but uh, but yeah, my my equivalent to that is I just threw five bucks on Vlad Guerrero to lead the MLB in homers. So um, oh, yeah, not okay. not crazy odds, and I just uh, foolishly uh, swiped <laughs> off of my. Um, uh, bets here, but um, I think I think it's like seven to one odds he was getting uh to lead the the majors in homers. So, um, so yeah, figured uh just throw a couple bucks on there. Yeah, uh, or six six to one odds. Uh, no, seven to one odds. Seven to one. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I like Vlad. Um, I'll uh, you know, 
I don't mind uh, cheering for him next year or this year to to get some homers. He's on my uh, fantasy team, so um, yeah, so that'll be good. Okay. Um, and let's see, uh, what else did I did? So uh, Jose Barrios is getting really good odds for um, uh, Cy Young. So I threw some money on that too. He's getting twenty to one odds. So I yeah, threw, th- those are good odds for a guy who's that good. Here, here's the thing, Jeremy. Maybe that's because uh, the Sky Dome or uh, Rogers Center, as they call it now, is that that's mm-hmm. just like a uh, just a haven for for hitters. Yeah. So uh, may- maybe that ballpark is factoring into it a little bit. Could be, yeah. I mean, you know, these the 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 bookies know what they're doing when they make these odds. Um, but uh, his numbers after he went came over to um, to Minnesota or from Minnesota to Toronto were still pretty good. Three fifty eight ERA, um, and uh, you know, you just I I think I I'm a believer in the in the Blue Jays this year as as a lot of other <laughs> experts are as well, which I looked up after we made our picks. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, but you know, if he, if the Expos do well, um, they're going to need Barrios to do well. And if they're a playoff team, they're going to have probably like a high profile pitcher. And so I, th- I think that could be Barrios. So a 20 sure. to one, um, not too bad there. Um, and then um, I made a couple team bets as well, but uh, so I basically did a parlay where I picked, uh, I I went with my pick from last week, my prediction the the Blue Jays and the and the Braves in the World Series. So I bet um, I did a two team parlay or whatever two event parlay with the Blue Jays and the Braves winning the pennant in their respective leagues. Um, so I got good odds on that. Um, I got like thirty to one odds on that. So I threw down some money there, and uh, it could be a nice payday if that's the World Series um, matchup. So. We'll see. Yeah, that's good. Um, you know, Jeremy, I, I was gonna. I saw that the White Sox, I could get three to one odds on them not making the playoffs. Um, <laughs> yeah, I almost kind of wanted to wanted to make that bet. There's this this coworker of mine. Uh, you know, I like him. He's a really nice guy. Huge, huge Sox fan. Uh, I just, I don't, I don't know if I'd be able to look him in the eye the next time I saw him if I made if I made a bet like that. That's just like yeah. that. There's that's just the, there's nothing but negativity negativity involved in a bet like that. Um, oh yeah, for sure. Not that I don't think it would be a funny bet to make. Yes, uh, it would. Um, yeah, you know, every time they lost, uh, and you, you would get a little closer to getting that money. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, so uh, so yeah, it's cool. It's uh, fun to make those bets. The only. Yeah downfall of them is that we have to wait six months for them to pay off uh, if they do but um that's something yeah. to follow throughout the season yeah absolutely it'll be cool um and uh yeah that's why i like kind of like like the vlad homer one because you can kind of keep track of that and like the hits uh ones and stuff like those will be fun to keep track of um and uh yeah i think uh the uh last time i hit a season bet was in 2016 when i bet the Cubs to win the World Series. There uh, you go. Shit, what what got, were the odds on that one? They were not good for a team who hadn't won the World Series in 108 years, but um, sure. it's because everyone puts money on the Cubs. But uh, I think – I don't even remember what I got. I think I bet like 40 bucks or something, and I got uh-huh. like 200 back. So yeah, okay. it's, yeah, it's like 5 to 1 odds or yeah. something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Jesus, Jeremy, I mean, if, if both of my bets, uh, you know – if, if Kyle Tucker wins the MVP and Brian Reynolds uh, leads the league in hits. I'll be a rich man, dude. That's true. Yeah, you. you um, yeah, uh, I'll uh, I'll let you pick up uh, a hot dog and a and a diet Pepsi for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. 
Um, speaking of that, we are uh, we're, we're going to a game on Saturday. It'll be uh, our first game together of the season. Jeremy, you're supposed to go to the game tomorrow too, right? Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, I have um, I have a a, a, a a packed week. I'm going. I'm also going Sunday too, Jack. Oh yeah. Okay. So I'm pretty much. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty much a season ticket holder at this point. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, uh, tickets were super cheap. I, I'm, I'm, if anything, I'm mad that um, I have like a work thing on Friday and I can't go Friday as well because Friday is the cheapest day out of all of them. Oh, is it? Um, yeah. Um, so uh, although the the forecast is just abysmal, it, the, it, it is. The, the forecast is not looking good. So guys, so we are going Saturday, but we may freeze to death or we may have to like huddle each other. Uh, for for warmth so either way we're gonna be like damaged when we come out of that game yeah um but um we're going it's supposed to be marcus stroman's cubs debut uh for some reason he's the third uh starter in the rotation uh to start the season so well they have hendrix who's who's number two justin Steele is is okay, starting yeah. second i think because they're just trying to break up the righties yeah um, sure so and then um i think smiley is gonna go sunday in the four slot and then um, it's I, it sounds like they're going to piggyback uh, Alec Mills and Keegan Thompson for that fifth slot, but I don't know. They're, they're still not sure if they're going to skip them the first time around or, or what. So uh, mm-hmm. we'll see what happens. I The the, the one thing that's uh, I'm concerned about, as soon as I realized that, I te- uh, that Stroman was starting and I text Jack, I realized that the Friday forecast does not look good. And so it's no, it's hard to tell what could happen. They could do a doubleheader. They could push the, the starters back. They could – Still, they could skip Steele and we'll still get Stroman, which seems to kind of make maybe make the most sense if there is a, a rainout. Um, I think if they got rained out, I don't. I doubt they would redo the doubleheader right away, just because the Brewers will be here plenty of times to to, to make that up. But um, yeah, it's hard to yeah. say. Yeah, uh, I was gonna say though. I mean, one thing in the favor of doing a doubleheader is that they are having some a few condensed. Uh, they're probably at least scheduled for one or two other doubleheaders this year to make up for those games that they missed at the start of the year, right? Yeah, um, they, I, that was built into the 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 uh, the schedule um, yeah. after they ended the lock the the lockout. But I haven't actually looked at the the calendar to see when those doubleheaders are actually taking place. But yeah, they're got to be like scheduled doubleheaders. Jeremy, uh, do the Cubs go on the road after this weekend? They do. Yeah. Because the forecast for, so w- w- we lucked out because Saturday, well, it is supposed to be very cold with a high of 42 degrees. There's almost no precipitation being predicted. Um, yeah. Thursday, 40% chance of rain Friday, 70% chance of rain. And then all, all next week, Monday through Thursday, it's supposed to rain. So that's going to, oh, that, that's okay. going to suck for the White Sox. Yeah. Okay. And then, and then the White Sox thing is a bummer because they're playing the, the Mariners, right? This yeah. is, is this extending to that? Yeah. So the, they're playing the Mariners and it's like, I mean, so I guess we can kind of start getting into the, you know, the, the season outlook stuff, but, um, uh, Julio Rodriguez is making the opening day roster for the Mariners and I would love to see him in person and we could see probably one of his first you know maybe his like you know I don't know fourth or like uh, seventh game of his career mm-hmm. um, but you know it's going to be a day game and it's just not going to work out very well so I don't know well uh, at least we're going at least it doesn't seem like it's going to rain uh, and it should be fun where are we sitting Jeremy um upper deck reserved uh okay. kind of like our normal spot um yeah but uh 
Yeah, we'll see. I wonder how, how packed it'll be on Saturday. We might be able to move around or something, you know? Yeah, very good. Like you said, keeping score is going to be tough. It will be. Uh, yeah, it's going to be It's gonna be tough. I have um, some, like, fingerless gloves that I could use, but mm-hmm. uh, even still. Well, um, yeah, you mentioned that a lot of uh, uh, cool rookies made the rosters. Um, Torque, Spencer Torkelson, made the ro- uh, opening day roster for the Tigers. Mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned J-Rod already. A couple other guys, too. Yeah, Bobby Witt Jr. is is getting called mm-hmm. up. He should have been called up last year, but the the Royals just didn't. They were not in contention. But he tore the cover off the ball in in the minor leagues there, so he's gonna open up. The only sad thing about that is he's gonna they're gonna play him at third base, not shortstop. Um, you know, he just like his his numbers for a third baseman would would be phenomenal. As a third baseman, they'll be like very good, I think. You know, if he lives up to his uh, potential. Um, but yeah, you said Spencer Torkelson made it yep. for the the Tigers. The sad thing about that is um, Riley Green, I think, was also set to make the roster, but he like fouled a ball off his foot, and I think he like, I think he fractured his foot or, or like a bad bruise or something. So he's he's not going to be able to open to break camp with the team. So that's kind of a bummer. Mm-hmm. Those guys are going to be kind of neck and neck like um, for their career. Um, but, uh, another green is making the roster Hunter green. Um, so it was, Hunt, was Hunter green, your, uh, rookie of the year pick. Yes, he was. Yeah. Okay. So he's uh, breaking camp with the reds. So that'll be exciting, uh, to see him, uh, pitch, uh, another prospect that they have. Nick Lodolo is going to, I think, make the team. I don't think he's going to be on the opening day roster, <coughs> but he's supposed to like go right into the rotation as soon as they need a fifth starter. Uh, Bryson Stott was a top, uh, I want to say like ninth pick or something. He was in the top 15 for sure pick, uh, in maybe 2019 for the, uh, Phillies. Uh, he's making the opening day roster, although he doesn't have a starting spot. He's going to, I think maybe platoon with Alec Bohm at third base, mm-hmm. but, uh, lots of, that's like, I'm sure there's more than I'm forgetting, but that's like a handful of, of prospects who are making the opening day rosters, which is really cool. And there'll be more to come. Adley Rushman will debut at some point. He's injured, um, or else he probably would have made it too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, that, it, it's exciting. That's exciting. Um, you know, I, I think that we kind of have Chris Bryant to thank for the fact that prospects aren't held back until the first couple weeks of the season are over anymore. Um, yeah. I feel like I, I don't know if they changed anything in the collective bargaining agreement. I didn't look at it that closely. Uh, but... Um, it's nice that these guys are just making the opening day roster now, and they're not they're not messing around with um, trying to pretend that Spencer Torkelson needs to work on his fielding for two weeks before he can he can yeah. be called up, which is what they said about Bryant. Um, um, they're uh, they put in uh, not only are the players getting like bonuses um, for like they're doing that performance based uh, bonus pool thing. Yeah, if they finish like in the top voting of like rookie of the year and whatnot, but the teams also um, can get an extra draft pick if they, if the, if the rookies like finish in the top of like MVP voting or whatever. So there's some sort of, there is an incentive there for teams. Like they'll, they can get a bonus, uh, a, a bonus draft pick. So uh, for a lot of teams, that's, um you know, that's worth the money. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, and that, 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 that really is terrific though. It was, it was so great for the fans that they were, you know, holding a guy back a month so that they could get an extra year of uh, arbitration from six years down the road. Um, Yeah, I got to say, the only good thing about that for us, Jack, was that, you know, we were able to go to that Chris Bryant uh, (laughs) debut for like like a probably relatively cheap price, cheaper than what it would have been for opening day. Um, So, yeah. yeah, And beautiful day, great buzz in the ballpark. That was one of the cooler games we went to. 
It was, yeah, very cool. Very pure memorable. happenstance that it was Bryant, uh, Bryant's debut. But uh, yeah. although I, I seem to remember us kind of targeting that game as I, a possibility. Yeah, I think it actually was like kind of reported a lot. Like this will be the this if if they call him up at the first earliest day, it would be this day. And I think we bought tickets just in case. We did, and it paid off. Um, yep. All right. Well, uh, there were there were a couple of other funny um, funny signings. Uh, I guess before we get to those uh, for the White Sox, uh, the C- the Cubs had a couple of uh, cool ones too. This guy Ethan Roberts, who'd been in the minor leagues for like ten years, finally made a finally made a roster, which is which is cool. Yeah, did you watch that video of where Ross uh, told no. him he was? Yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, he uh, they there's they counted on video, but uh, Ross came up to him. It's kind of funny. Ross or uh, Ethan Roberts was pitching, and there was like a cumberbacker up the up the middle and, and Roberts put his hand on the, on the ball or whatever. Um, and, uh, he, he went in the dugout and Ross asked him like if his hand was okay. And he's like, yeah. And he's like, well then, uh, he's like, are you okay to shake my hand? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, well, congrats. You just made the, the big league club. And nice. he's kind of started like crying, like in the, uh, in the dugout. And it was pretty cool. Like he just had like a moment to himself. So it was cool. It was cool to see that. Um, I, Jack, I think you might be conflating him with the, the white Sox guy. Cause Roberts is like a young guy. Um, oh yeah. I, the, that's right. It, it, that's the, that's Tanner Banks is the white Sox guy. Right? Yes. Yeah. He's okay. like 30 years okay. old or something. I, I gotcha. Right. Okay. Yeah. But that's also a cool story. But yeah. So Ethan Roberts is making the big league club. Someone in my fantasy league signed him already. I'm like, hmm. Man, they're. I think they're counting on him becoming like the closer for the Cubs or something. But uh, sure. I'm not. I'm not ready to go there just yet. But uh, it would be cool. He, he looks like he has a good stuff. He kind of looks like um, Joe Kelly a little bit, maybe a mm-hmm. little shorter than Joe Kelly. But and he actually looks like. Um, oh, he's the, yeah, Wick. he's got like he's a little skinny guy, right, with like glasses. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He kind of looks like Jordan Wicks a little bit, the uh, sure. f- the rookie that we saw and got autographs from uh, at uh, Beloit. Yeah. Um. um well, Jer- he's lucky that he's. Uh, not on the Marlins, you know, because the, the the way that one would have gone, and Don Manning would have said, "Oh, yeah, we're uh, you know, we're we're, sent, we're sending you back to the the minors." No, I'm just kidding. You're uh, you're getting called up like that. That would have been that would have been how that went. So at least exactly. at least he had some, a manager who was a, at least a little bit more, uh, you know, a little bit more creative with with his message. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. It's just, yeah. Sorry, your dog died. No, you're making the big league club. Gotcha. <laughs> like what? What kind of misdirection is that? Um, Anyway, um, but yeah, so Ethan Roberts made it. Uh, one guy who also is going to fucking make it is fucking Jason fucking Hayward. Um, uh, the guy, his number, his spring training stats are fucking horrible. And like, obviously, you don't put that much stock in spring training. But like, when it's Jason Hayward and he's bad, I feel like, and he's on the bubble, you know, you'd think that Jason Hayward would be trying a little harder. But he was like, he's, I think he's like hitting about like a hundred for spring training with like mm-hmm. a bunch of strikeouts. It's like, what a bum. And like, he's going to make the major league roster. Um, it looks like Ortega and um, uh, Hermosillo are also going to make it, but like, you know, they're going to subtract the rosters at some point, like uh, shrink them down. So like, you know, we'll have to see what happens there, but uh, maybe they will give them like two or three weeks to, to hit and then send them down or, I mean, and then cut them or whatever. Yeah, that, that's what I, I predict. Um, the thing is, sometimes with these guys, you're, they're like, all right, well, let, let's keep him around for a half season to see if he hits and then we can trade him. But even if he hits for a half season, nobody's going to take him no. in, in any kind of trade. Um, you, 
The yeah. only thing, like, there's been this, these rumors about the um, the Padres trying to get rid of uh, Eric Hosmer, mm. and like, but the the theory there is that the Cubs would just take on that money. They're trying to get rid of the money, so it's like I don't think they would even do like a Hosmer for Hayward trade. Sure. Um, but uh, yeah, and I think Hayward, I think Hosmer is actually owed more money. He's owed more money than Hayward, so it wouldn't really make sense for the Cubs. But, um, yeah, it's just. Uh, it's just it's just just a head shaker. Um, I mean, yeah. he doesn't even deserve to be he 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 definitely he doesn't deserve deserve to be on the team. He definitely doesn't deserve to be in the lineup, and he's probably going to be the opening day center fielder. Um, and it's just it's just annoying. Yeah, if you if you read his quotes when they ask him about stuff, he he's just like, "Yep, just I'm not thinking about the future, just right here, right now." Uh, yeah. He know he knows he's toast. Oh yeah, he's yeah definitely. Um, so it'll, it'll be interesting to follow how long he stays around. Um, he's, he's become unplayable. So I, I mean, what would be fun is if you could put an over under on the day that he gets cut. Yeah. Right. Uh, you know, I, and I mean, I'm talking about, you know, not our over under, but just on, uh, DraftKings. Yeah, it would be, that would be awesome. Um, uh, yeah. So I don't know. We'll see about that. Um, as far as the White Sox go, um, I don't know if I don't. Cueto's probably going to start in the minors. I think, right? I think that's the what White they Sox, said. Yeah, but, but the White yeah. Sox did sign Johnny Cueto. Yeah, that's a very White Sox signing. Yeah, so he'll be up. He'll be pitching with the White Sox as soon as he gets stretched out. I think so. Probably by mid or late uh, April, I would guess. Um, he'll be in the rotation. I mean, they need it after losing uh, Lance Lynn, but um, but yeah. So, so that's funny though. Uh, it'll be funny to see Johnny Cueto on the White Sox, and hope hopefully we can get we can catch one of those games. Mm-hmm. Um, but like we said, Tanner Banks uh, made it. A guy who's yeah, I think he's thirty years old. And I think they drafted him in twenty fourteen, if I remember mm-hmm. correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's pretty crazy. Um, they were like, they uh, I think um, I don't know if it was Rick Hahn or whoever they were saying like yeah his uh, he had he showed an uptick or it was Chris Getz. Uh, assistant GM. Um, he was like, he showed his fastball showed an uptick of a couple of miles per hour. But I think it, it seems to me like it's just one of those things where it's like, Hey, let's give this guy a shot because he's 30 years old and he's been with the club this long, you know, but they're trying to justify it by saying like his, uh, his fastball, like jumped in some like, you know, a couple of MPHs. But sometimes you wonder if teams do this stuff, especially the white Sox for the PR. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I don't know. Um, who, well, who knows? Maybe maybe the guy's got something. Uh, I'm trying to think who uh, who that 30 year old rookie was. Uh, no, he he was the guy who who went away for a while. He was on the Rockies. We saw him blow a save. What was his name? Oh, Daniel Bard. Yeah, yeah. He he seemed like he went away for a long time and then came yeah, back. Bard, yeah, Bard had those crazy injuries, um, arm troubles, and then yeah, came back. He's still, I think, he's still uh, in the bullpen for the Rockies. Yeah, so, you know, everybody loves a good comeback story or a good story of a, a 30-year-old rookie. So maybe Tanner Banks will do something. Um, also, I think your boy uh, Kyle Crick made the made the team, right? The, the, the pain, pain in the, the neck. neck. Yeah, yeah, the pain in the neck. I, I didn't realize that he was in the White Sox system at the end of the year last year. Um, but he, uh, he, may, he makes the team, so that'll be fun. Hopefully he's around for a while because, yeah, I, I, I won't get tired of saying the pain in the neck. No, we, um, we got a... Uh, you know, kind of market that nickname a little bit. That's a good one. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, uh, I know. I wonder if I could like get that. I would even be happy if, if Benetti stole that from me. Just Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, 
You know, I we God, we got to get that to Benetti or something. I know Benetti's like cousin. Uh, really? So yeah, I do. Yeah, that, this guy Jason Benetti. Okay. Um, or no, wait, uh, John Benetti. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I I know him for years, and then when I heard about Jason Benetti, I'm like, are they related? And it's like, yeah, they're like cousins or something. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You got You got to get that to him. He was uh, Benetti was doing the games when me and my brother went to the NCAA tournament. He was uh, he was oh, doing nice. some of the games, which is cool. But yeah, I bet I bet he would he would like that one. He's got a good sense of humor. Yeah. Um, Nice, nice, nice. Um, so let's see. Uh, let's talk about uh, let's talk about the Brewers. Okay. Um, so, so first of all, did you? I'm kind of upset that this didn't come up in the uh, non-roster invitee episode, but like, I didn't know that Jose Urena was with the Brewers. That must have been one that wasn't listed on their website. Yeah. Because I'm I'm sure it would have come up. So I I had no idea uh, either. It's a surprise to me as well because I, I I never really follow spring training because um, I, I hate exhibition sports, uh, but you know <laughs> maybe uh, if if nothing else uh, I I can hope for him to knock Juan Soto out of the running for MLB uh, not not Juan Soto who is uh, Acuna and Acuna's already hurt right yeah Acuna's hurt okay but no it would be Juan Soto because I mean because he he has a you know a home, homing missile uh, for any sort of talented young player who's better than him. So yeah, he, he could take out the whole, all those, all those rookies that we listed, he could take them all out because oh, yeah. that's, that's all he's good for. Yeah. So. Well, um, Jack, we, we, we recently, tra- you recently trashed Jose Urena. Like, was it for what, what episode was that for? It, it was, yeah, it was just a couple of episodes ago. Um, yeah. I, I can't, I can't remember why, but uh, it's going to be very weird to be put in a position where, you know, I have to root for the oh. guy. It was it was the villains and victims uh, episode. That's right, yeah, yeah. and then the the victim was Ronald Acuna, and the villain was Jose Urania. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and how he's on your team, Jack? I yeah, we should record me uh, cheering for him like we did with Tyler Saladino. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, and, yeah, and and also uh, also Pedro Severino got popped for steroids. I I thought so. This the thing about the Pedro Severino thing, which is funny, is that yes, yeah, so he got popped like eighty games, I think, right for steroids. Yeah, yeah. It's just funny because they say like Brewers catcher Pedro Severino, and like sure he's on the Brewers, I guess, but like he's it's not like he they should have said like former Baltimore catcher Pedro yeah. Severino because like it's funny like the guy hasn't been able to establish an identity as a Brewer. And now he's known as like the first thing he's done as a brewer is get suspended for steroids. <laughs> so now it's just Brewers catcher. It makes the Brewers look bad, even though he's yeah. only been with the Brewers for like what probably like two weeks or something. I yeah, know, like I, you know, they, yeah, they signed him right before the season, but now now they're guilty by association. Um, yeah. So that just you know, yeah, thanks a lot, dude. Um, but right. I, I guess on the plus side, they got Victor Caratini for a for a bag of balls. Like they didn't trade. They, they they traded nothing to the Padres and they got this guy. They must not have must not Padres really must not have wanted him. Oh geez, I I didn't even hear about that. Yeah, so they yeah they picked up Caratini. So Victor Caratini is now a Brewer, which seems very sudden. Um, and yeah, like Car- Caratini was a uh, getting playing time for the Padres last year. I think he was Hugh Darvish's personal catcher. We saw him hit a home run in that Padres game we went to. Uh, so yeah, now he's on the Brewers. Maybe he'll be in the lineup uh, on Saturday. Where where are you seeing this Caratini stuff, Jack? Yeah, I, I saw it. Uh, I, I I on Google. Um, Drew, oh yeah, uh, there it is. There it is. Yeah, there you go. 
I had spelled his name wrong. Yeah, this has just happened like five hours ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, nice. Uh, that's pretty good. Um, oh, they also got Alex Jackson. Really? That's the uh, the guy from the um, this is the Mariners uh, uh, organization, I believe. Mm-hmm. He's got power. Uh, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, not, not bad. I, I don't know that I understand, uh, understand that trade, but, uh, or like how it happened. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm happy about that. That's a, that's a good trade for them. He's got experience in the division. So, uh, uh, yeah, it'll be, uh, it'll be cool. We, did we talk about Alex Jackson on the podcast? We, we have, we have. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 All right. Um, he came up with the, uh, Mariners and then he was with the, the, the Braves. And then I guess he was just with the Marlins. Um, has a lot of power, uh, never hit for too much average, but, um, uh, not a bad, you know, flyer to take. Um, he's still only 20, he's 26 years old. Like he's still, uh, you know, he probably should be established by this point, but he's, um, it's not a bad flyer to take on a, on a player for sure. sure. Um, uh, it is weird yeah. that the, the Brewers signed two catchers. It's like, it's like you need two catchers. Like that's. <laughs> That, that's like an indictment. I, I mean, you know, I don't know. I mean, it's to sign two catchers just to find one backup for Narvaez is kind of weird, but um, those are two good good choices. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm happy about that. But, yeah, very weird that Severino got uh, got busted for steroids. Um, funny, an, yeah. Another it's weird. A, uh, black yeah. mark on the on the Brewers organization. <laughs> yeah, you wish. You wish. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, another another weird one was Chris Owings. Making the Baltimore <laughs> Orioles, yeah. Uh, so we didn't. This is something we didn't realize, but um, we we trashed Chris Owings in the. I well, I trashed Chris Owings because I wrote the the synopsis of the twenty twenty one non roster invitee episode, um, and then he got brought up again in twenty twenty two. Now he made the 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 Orioles roster, so. Um, you know the jokes on us, I guess. Maybe I don't know. It's it's still on him because this probably means he'll get an in a non roster invite next year. So we'll 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 trash him again next year. I think. Yeah, you know, if if any if anything, Jeremy, we were looking for another uh, another thing where like if this guy gets two hundred plate appearances with this team, I'll do something. Um, yeah. I think Chris Owings might be the guy, man. It's it's the eve of the season, so maybe we should do it right now. If Chris yeah, Owings sure. gets 200 plate appearances for the Baltimore Orioles, I will what? Should should the, should it always just be I will wear a Javi Baez Cubs jersey to a non-Brewers Cubs game? I mean, I would say yes for a couple reasons. One, because you, he was a particularly uh, he was a particular target of you specifically. Sure. And number two, I already have the jersey, so. Sure. Um, and and, and number three, Javi Baez is no longer on the Cubs, nor will he oh, probably yeah. ever will be again. Yeah, well, I bet I could see the Cubs signing him like when he's like thirty nine years old. Or something, <laughs> you know, but, um, but yeah, uh, yeah, no, that of the, the, of course that's even that's even greater. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. Just needless antagonism. Um. Okay. Cool. I'm uh, I'm down for that. Uh. It it will cost us no money if it if it happens. Um. But it w- it will cost me a little bit of pride. I think. But yeah. Yeah. I think I think that's a great bet, Jeremy. What do you think? I like it. I mean. Okay. I don't know what you know what i'm putting on the line here but uh um but i like it for sure from my standpoint absolutely okay great uh so so that yeah that's what that'll that'll give us another thing to follow 
Yeah, I uh, love it. Um, and then I guess, um, you know, so and one unlikely guy who should be retired making a team. Uh, of course, there are guys who like kind of give it up at the end of spring training. And uh, there was three names that jumped out to me that I saw, Jack. Um, one, uh, I'm not sure, sure this guy was even in camp with anybody. I don't think he was, but uh, Todd Frazier mm-hmm. retired. Um, Todd Frazier hung it up. Uh, Drew Butera hung it up. And then uh, what did I say, Jack, about this other guy? What was my quote? Jordy. Uh, oh, yeah, it was, ah, Jordy Mercer. <laughs> I don't have to say that anymore because he, yeah. he retired. So, yeah, he was the guy that uh, that beat the Cubs that day. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, not, not too soon for him to to go pack in. But um, was yeah, he, I mean, was he in camp with the White Sox? Was he? Was who, who he? Was I, he he might have been in camp with somebody. I I can't remember. Um, yeah, seems like it. Um, I'm trying to think. There's a couple of these guys like. Greg Bird, we talked about on the non-roster invitee episode. He was with the the Rangers, couldn't make the Rangers, but then signed. But then the the Yankees signed him. It's like mm. I don't get that one. No, but uh, um, you know, I'm I'm mixing uh, uh, Mercer up with Josh Harrison. I don't I don't know what oh, okay. what he was up. I don't know what he was up to this year. But uh, I don't see any stats for Jordy Mercer from the spring. So I think he might just not have. He's probably waiting for a call and just didn't get one. Right. Um, and yeah, Butera, I haven't heard his name in a long time either. And did he play last year? That's a good question. I don't, yeah. I don't remember hearing him. I mean, if it was, he was probably with the Royals, but, uh, uh-huh. uh, oh, was he with the, uh, oh, he's with the angels. Oh, wow. He had thir- 32 at bats with the angels. Um, yeah. Interesting. Uh, wow. Okay. Well, uh, yeah. Lifetime backup catcher. God, that he never played more than 75. He never, okay. This guy never played more than 75 games in a, in a season. You know, you, you don't need a, you don't need a news article talking about how this guy <laughs> retired. No, but he did make it to, to age 37, which is pretty yeah. remarkable. I would say. Yeah. Um, yeah. Didn't, didn't debut till 26 too. So yeah, he was a, just a baseball lifer. Wouldn't be surprised to see him, uh, you know, coaching or managing somewhere someday. Uh, okay. That's a good one though. Okay, and he is the son of Sal Butera. Okay, I don't. I think that I was always never sure about that, but, um, but yeah. So, um, so yeah. So that's uh, that's it. I don't know if uh, I don't. I'm sure there's probably a couple little blips that we missed along the way, but uh, those were the big ones that stood out to me. Yeah, um, you know that that that's a pretty good one, Jeremy. And I, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to going to the game on uh, on Saturday. It should be good. I, I would assume that Freddie Peralta is probably going to be scheduled to pitch for he, the Brewers. He is, yeah, yeah. He's already been announced. Yeah. So okay. Peralta versus Stroman. That should be cool. Yeah, it'll be it'll be a good one. Yelich will be in the lineup. Um, you know, we'll see how we'll see if he can bounce back. Uh, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Maybe Hunter Renfro will be in the lineup. I'm sure he will be. So uh, yeah. Suzuki. We'll yeah, say say a Suzuki. Suzuki for the Cubs. That's right. Um, that yeah, that'll be good. And maybe Jason Hayward too. Maybe if we're lucky. <laughs> um, yeah, um, yeah, we'll see. Uh, but uh, should be good. And uh, that'll be our next episode, a recap of that game. And uh, big question is, are we gonna are we gonna hang out by the bus again? Oh, we, yeah, dude. Let's let's. Uh, we might be too cold. It will definitely be too cold. But what if Brewers kid is there, man? Oh uh, yeah. Okay. I love you. Christian Yelich. Um, <laughs> Go on home. 
<laughs> oh, that's cl- we got to do it. That that that's got and who you know we can get autographs too. Probably it's going to be so cold that nobody's going to be hanging out there. So that, that's true. And Jack, hey, I got a I got a season, uh, I got a series one uh, Brewers team set for you too. Ooh, okay, yeah, I can get some autos on some cards. That'd be uh, yeah, that'd be that'd be fun. I've never done that before. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, that sounds like a plan. Um, all right, well, this is going to wrap up this episode. Uh, yep. So check us out on Rain Delay Pod. Uh, on Instagram and uh, and on Twitter as well. Yep, we're doing the hashtag Rain Delay Player of the Day still every day for the year of 2022. Um, and uh, yeah, it's it's funny, Jack. We get we've gotten a couple like just random like local like radio sports radio guys like or like the news like sports guy uh, like liking a couple of our random tweets. One one guy liked a Terry Pool. Uh, mm-hmm. Post that I did, and another guy from uh, Bray, Atlanta liked your. Uh, who was it? Jose Oliva was that? His oh name? yeah, Jose Oliva. Sure. Um, He's like uh, Braves great, or like Braves all timer, or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He uh, uh, he had a real good Strato card in 1994. He batted about 56 times, and I think he hit like eight homers. So uh, <laughs> nice. his card was full of homers. I think he's he might be dead now too. Oh, um, there you go. Okay. Uh, yeah, there there you go. Um, come back for him. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, we'll check those out, folks. Um, and we'll be back at you with a game. Looking yep, forward it, to it. Though we'll be well, the game will uh, be uh, this Saturday for us. But uh, tomorrow is opening day for the league, and uh, we'll be dropping this uh, early Thursday morning. So um, yeah, enjoy opening day, folks. The uh, best day of the year. It is. Uh, All right, so for Rain Delay Theater, I'm Jack Sikowski. And I'm Jeremy Dionisio. We'll see you next time. Later. Later.